0: Welcome to the Things We
1: Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. Here's what we're digging on today. I think this is probably not only the best World War II movie, but one of the best movies of all time.
2: I've seen it in movies, and I'd say it looks pretty crazy.
1: They
3: put you in the seat of the soldiers. Like, you felt like you were there. Alex, I, I think you're
0: watching uh, Saving Ryan's Privates, man. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another action-packed episode of the Things We Dig podcast. Hope you're ready to go into battle with me and my brothers today because we're talking Saving Private Ryan and uh, war movies and Tom Hanks a little bit. So hope you're all ready for that. And I thought we'd start it off with the lightning round by saying, what is your all-time favorite Tom Hanks movie? And mine going with the theme is Saving Private Ryan. Obviously, it's the best shit he's ever done.
3: That is a great Tom Hanks movie, and if I'm jumping in ahead of you guys and stealing it, Forrest Gump is
1: phenomenal. Hell yeah. All those are classic Tom Hanks movies, but I'm going to go with maybe the one that put him on the charts. I'm going to go with Big,
2: Oh, my favorite Tom
1: Hanks movie. And there
2: is a good. there is a downfall to going last picking your favorite Tom Hanks movie, but the upside is every Tom Hanks is someone's favorite movie or every Tom Hanks movie <laughs> I love is somebody's favorite Hanks. movie. Yeah. So, I'm going to throw something that you could say was away earlier by somebody in the cast, <laughs> and choose Castaway, the movie Castaway.
3: <laughs> I saw your nod of approval when I when I when I allegedly said
0: Castaway. Um, if that makes the edit, so
2: I would choose Forrest Gump over Castaway, though. But Castaway is a fucking great film.
0: All right, well, you guys, those are all great choices, but you're obviously also all wrong, or we would have done a pot <laughs> on those movies, and we're doing one on Saving Private Ryan. So
3: <laughs> that would have been my choice. So that's why I picked for risk
2: comp. Um. <laughs> I'd Our like guy- to change my choice to Turner and Hooch.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that's also a really good Tom Hanks movie, man. So Saving Private Ryan,
0: uh, I'm sure everyone out there is familiar with it, but if you're not, it was a World War II movie directed by none other than Steven Spielberg. It came out in 1998 and had a star-studded cast led by Tom Hanks, but got some other people that became really famous afterward too, like Matt Damon, uh, Vin Diesel, Giovanni Ribisi. And it tells the story of this, it's a fictional story but it's based on a lot of different true events in World War II strung together and tells the story of a soldier who loses all his brothers in battle and so the government finds out about this and sends a team to go and get him and pull him back home so that the mother wouldn't have to lose a fifth son which is something that they actually did do back then mm-hmm. and it is one of the best movies ever made I personally think it might be my all time favorite film just because it it's so like gritty and chaotic and real and the cameras shakes the whole time and it makes you feel like you're actually in the film almost like you're you know another member of the squad there with the guys and I've never really seen another World War II movie that did it this well and I think it's because they paid so much attention to detail like it's insane the amount of research they did for this movie and it you can really tell like I I can't Mm -hmm. say enough about how much I like it so I just want to throw it off to one of you guys and
1: see what do you think about it yeah man I would agree this movie I remember seeing it came out in what 1998 yeah Yeah, and I 1998 and I remember like movies were like summer blockbuster I remember it was during the summer and I saw that movie twice and nice. I think it's kind of a, like a unique because i I was maybe like 10 years old but just so fascinated with this movie and just I think this movie is what made me love just world war II movies I mean I know they've done a bunch but like you oh, said yeah. Chris I think this is probably not only the best world War Ii movie but one of the best movies of all time so yeah I agree with you man solid pick for This week. I mean, when you talk about like iconic
3: battles, I think most of us in our age range and probably others will always say the Battle of Normandy, like D-Day, how fucking crazy that was like video games we've played and other movies and stuff have done it. But that movie probably was the most epic, intense uh, moment. I remember them saying how like you see the German gunner just mowing down the the boat that opened up and just everybody dying. They were just fucking SOL, dude. FUBAR.
2: Oh yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I don't remember exactly when I saw this film, just the battle at Normandy, dude, when they're just rolling up in the ships and the doors will open up. And as soon as it does, it's just like how Alex explained, just people getting dropped left Mm -hmm. and right. And then you see under the water when they're like swimming in the water and there's just bullets piercing through like everywhere, man. And they really, even though it was a film, they really made you feel like you were there and really captured that feeling of just craziness that was going on everywhere dude and that's how the the movie basically starts off the jump man when it comes to showing you what's going on over there
0: so yeah you guys definitely hit the nail on the head with it that it captures the way they did the camera work and the way he did the color saturation and the shots that he did, like when they come up on the beach and you see the gates drop and people start dying instantly and the camera leaps over the side and it's bobbing out of the water and like following people too, like really puts you it, it makes it very easy to put yourself in it. And the fact that the it's based on true events, like maybe it didn't happen exactly like this, but a million little events like that happen, like people dying that way and stuff. It, it really made it easy for you to like relate and put yourself in it oh, and be yeah. like, holy shit, how crazy. Crazy. That's. I think it's the closest you'd ever come to like seeing how crazy it be to be in a battle without actually being in one, because that would be you know a fucking million times mm-hmm. crazier. And it it ca- captures you from the beginning and just never lets go. Like it's just so intense. There's no romance plot. There's nothing like that. Like it's just a, a war movie about these dudes desperately trying to c- complete a mission. And, and yeah. like he conveyed it so well, man. It's. I love it.
2: That's something about this movie too that they captured. And I don't know if I picked up on it like the first couple times seeing it when I was young, but as i've gotten older and like revisiting the film just how how much it means to them to get that mission done to get that soldier back home and make sure the mission's completed dude and they're all willing to die and essentially almost pretty much they like, do they all die i don't know i think a couple of them a couple of them live up the um,
0: and uh Rybin and then uh Ryan as well I'll make it out in the end mm-hmm. the guy from Brooklyn and uh the the office boy yeah man. dude yeah crazy
1: and just that opening too, like you guys were saying like them in their boats and you see some of the guys like they start throwing up because I mean how I mean like you were saying like how terrifying would that be knowing you're going to these shores where you know people you know battalions before this were just they got lit up and they had no success they're like well we got to keep trying we got to break down this wall so we can kind of penetrate and like you guys were saying like the doors open and just immediately just just bloodshed this movie was very very just And Corey, which I think played well with showing how intense, you know, that whole war was, but this whole battle too, as well. And then Alex, you had uh, sent that video of like a fun facts and how they had just a bunch of cameras set up and they, they initially told like the main actors and like the background, you know, actors to, you know, have their part, which is played out. And they just captured as much footage and as much bloodshed as they possibly could, which that that Omaha Beach scene just is like, oh, my goodness. Like you guys were saying, like, it just kicks off the movie. I mean, I know they had Matt Damon's character, you know, Private Ryan in the beginning as an older man, but then it fades to that. And you're like, oh, my goodness. And it goes on for such a long time. And you just think to yourself, like, holy shit, war is intense. Yeah,
3: dude, 25 minutes, I believe they said it went on. Um, Random fact, 25 minutes, that battle scene at the beginning and the battle scene at the end were both about 25 minutes. So they're saying all in all like that alone was almost like an hour worth of just straight battles.
2: And even how you were saying, Fig, at the time, I think it was looked at almost as like gruesome footage, you know, but by today's standards, it's really not that bad. You know what I mean?
3: Oh, no, dude. I've heard they were going to, they that they could have technically, that would have been NC-17 with the amount of gore, but because it was such a good movie like, overall, everybody was like, you got- You, you got, got can- a
2: pretty big historical co- like co- Context to it too, you know? It's not like they're just like doing it to. Oh, it's a real deal. Like graphic. The gore is crazy and over the top, but it's done so
0: realistic. And you know that it's like, this is how it happened in real life that it almost doesn't hit as hard as like if it was a horror movie or something or cheesy with that much gore. Like it it just hits differently for some reason.
2: It would almost do it a disservice to be covering that and not show it as
1: realistic. Exactly. As As it should be shown. And it's directed by Steven Spielberg. So of course he's doing his research. He even had a historian on, you know, site to be like yeah this is this is what's true this is how things happen obviously that person is an expert within their field so you know Steven Spielberg is going to I mean obviously Hollywood can kind of glamorize things a bit mm-hmm. to kind of show you but I really feel like you guys were saying the historian was probably like no this is how things happen this is true and obviously we know war is never uh you know something you want to see but like you guys are saying to keep a true portrayal for the movie to make it feel realistic I thought it was spot on
0: yeah and they did so much research into the film and like got so deep into it that it led to Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg producing and making uh band of brothers. Oh because, shit. That's right. Yeah. That's after this, they were obsessed with it and kept going, which is awesome because that's another thing out there. Listeners, we're not going to dive into it, but if you haven't seen it, watch band of brothers, it is amazing.
2: Was that, that was in your video too, right Al? or maybe in another one I saw, but that a lot of the set for this movie that was constructed, they kept and used in Dude, band yeah. of brothers as well. Dude, yeah, fucking,
3: Cool. crazy crazy little uh trivia that w- that i showed you guys right i'm glad that we mm-hmm. all watched it because that shit was dope yeah
2: and where did they build that set again
3: it was ireland, like ireland, ireland thing. yeah or yeah or ireland dude or because man. um yeah man the movie all in all was crazy the fact that they had that uh historian and stuff and the fact that john williams was on it but then they also said that they uh the battle scenes there was no music yeah. and they were like we mm-hmm. want the music to be at the end around the time that you're kind of like digesting what the fuck just happened and i watched that that 50 50 uh best things
0: and i'm like we got to go back and watch this shit now so I gotta ask, guys. There's this is a star-studded cast, and I think that I honestly I don't think there was a bad performance in this movie. Even like you know Upham, everyone kind of hates him, but he mm-hmm. per- played that part really well. And I do have to say, getting older in life, I have a little bit more sympathy for him. But who was your guys' favorite character? And then on top of that, which death hit you the hardest? And I'll go first, Jackson is my favorite character, the sniper. I always thought he was just really dope. He played the part really well and just, I don't know, he's very cool, but the, the death that I think hit me the hardest was Mellish, man. He got stabbed through the chest fighting that dragon. Oh just my god, dude.
3: So slow brutal, moves. man. So brutal.
1: Ah, dude, I was gonna say, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, Barry Pepper, who played Jackson the Sniper, he was just the cool, calm, collected dude. They had met, talked in the movie about how he could just like sleep through anything, and he just was like a really level-headed dude. Great actor, too, as well, but I think the death that hit me the hardest was the very first one that we saw, like the main eight people who were going on the mission for to save Private Ryan Mm -hmm. was uh, played by Vin Diesel. Oh, you fucker. Caparzo, man. And he had the note and he's sitting there in the rain and the Germans have a sniper on him. They're kind of waiting for someone to come save him. And he's like, I got this note for my dad. Like, please give it to him. And it's sad because obviously no one, they they all know there's a sniper out there. They're like, I don't want to, I want to help you. I want to take this note, give it to your dad. But (laughs) there's a sniper waiting for me. So I thought, oh, Oh man, dude! And Vin Diesel, I, I forgot he was in this movie to be honest. And yeah. he he wasn't he didn't have a whole lot of screen time. That was like his you know pivotal scene in this movie, and he crushed it, man. That was oh dude heartbreaking. Dude, so more man, acting in family. that
0: scene than the entire Fast and Furious
3: franchise, dude. Mm-hmm. So right? Awesome. And here he is saying, "I am Groot now." Like, <laughs> goddamn, the guy has made it. You uh you took the guy you took it from me, Fig. I was going
0: to say him, Chris. I was surprised you were going to say the sniper. The way he died was pretty fucked up, man dude i i thought just to touch really quick on how you're saying like jackson was just calm cool and collected and and was just always about the mission that's crazy like when the tank aims at him he doesn't think to save himself he tries to tell like his homie to get out oh yeah he just man. yells. Mm-hmm. What is that yeah, one was he bad too but i mean they all
3: uh, said. i agree i think what you said that the stabbing one was pretty sad What fig said that that scene right there where homie mm-hmm. got homie got shot was really sad
2: dude i was gonna say even just tom hanks himself captain miller man with just the whole roundabout you know know way that he mm-hmm. dies is pretty crazy just the shock value of that alone is enough and also the scene in the movie too where he reveals to them fi- like you know finally what he does back home and you, you know he's just an english teacher man it's like crazy to think of that perspective too like all these people are together and fighting this fucking yeah. gruesome intense war man and a lot of them back home are just regular yeah. dudes you know english teacher yeah imagine
0: if the four of us got sent out there and had to do that shit like that Be fucking crazy. (laughs) I'd be like, we once had a podcast. I could not imagine ever having to step up and do that. And I'm sure a lot of them felt the same until the day fucking came, man. So I want to ask
1: completely. So I want to ask you guys. So Tom Hanks obviously is the lead role. He's playing uh Captain Miller. And you know, doing a little bit of research, how that video also confirmed it too, as well, that Harrison Ford and Mel Gibson were considered for the role. Obviously, both of them were at like the height of like stardom you know in 1998 Mm -hmm. could you guys see anyone else but Tom Hanks play the role as Captain Miller absolutely not man especially I mean
0: seeing them too I'm sure they would have done a great job acting it but when you like we were just talking about learned that he was like a school teacher and stuff the way Tom Hanks just carried himself and just like the look that he has lended itself to that way better than if you would have found out like Mel Gibson or something was Mm -hmm. that they seem more like an action star like you're not a teacher back home you know what I mean
3: yeah and even like you said certain different different actors they haven't mentioned neil patrick harris and other people reprising other certain roles but it's just not happening and it was so hard to even imagine anybody else playing those characters because how they said that they wanted to find characters that looked like they were from world war ii era like they said like some people just look different like they looked like chiseled men beaten by war and we're all like soft features of just living the good life here on this podcast no (laughs) no i think uh That was insane.
2: It was funny, too. um, I think in that video it was saying that he had cast, or Robin Williams, I believe, introduced Matt Damon to Steven Spielberg. And it was when he was relatively unknown still. And so he casted him and he wanted to keep it that way, like for that role with Private Ryan. So people wouldn't really know who he was. And then Goodwill Hunting came out right before Uh, Saving Private Ryan. And he became an overnight superstar. And it's just kind of funny how that worked. Oh, um,
3: yeah. man. but they did fig i think they wrote a role for vin diesel specifically because they watched an audition tape and saw vin diesel and was like he he is this guy he is this character
1: yeah yeah they did he he, he did like a like a monologue kind of a audition produced sort of scene i don't know if it was like for like a play or whatnot but yeah vin diesel was was written mm-hmm. into the movie for that reason. And That's cool. We talked about, you know, this movie just having a star-studded cast and I think they all meshed well. Obviously, Tom Hanks is the lead role in this movie. Even Matt Damon. I mean, the movie's essentially named after his character, but I don't even think he's like second to Tom Hanks. I think there's like four or five other guys that I would put before him. Yeah, the, the movie is driven by saving this one character, but I think there's four or five other characters in this movie who are a little bit more integral to the movie who get more screen time than Matt Damon so it, it is kind of crazy though that he you know was an initially unknown it's ca- crazy to think mm-hmm. Matt Damon being unknown and then yeah. like you said Goodwill Hunting comes out he blows up but I don't think that affected the movie because he wasn't the, the main focus of the movie yeah sure they needed to save him but he mm-hmm. wasn't he still wasn't the main focus of this movie
3: oh yeah I think the fact that it nothing was about him in this movie like the fact that they were they were chasing him the whole time, and they, he didn't even show up till like an hour or, or an hour past, or two hours past. Like it was cool, and I not that I didn't didn't I didn't like him, but he was just seen as like man, this fucking guy. Like they these guys have been through all this shit because they got they got orders to save this guy, and he's hella cool. He's not disrespectful, but it was just like man, you have no idea what these fuckers did, dude.
1: Yeah, that is interesting because I wanted to ask you guys. You know, we will never see war, obviously hopefully in our lives. But if you guys were in that situation and you guys were on the mission to save one guy from being, you know, killed, this guy's going to get to go home. I don't believe the rest of them are going to be able to go home. They just, you know, were do this mission and then go back into, you know, whatever missions they had to go after that. But how would you guys feel knowing that you were risking your lives to save one guy for him to, to be able to go home? Would you guys be cool with that? Or would you guys kind of have a chip on your shoulder? Like some of the guys did in the movie about, you know, Saving Private Ryan
0: Uh, definitely I mean you like kind of what you were saying earlier Fig how they meshed together so well like you could tell they had this bond for each other they'd obviously been through shit before that and they had so much respect for their captain like I think it would be hard to look at one of your brothers and be like okay I'm gonna potentially lose you to go save this person that I don't even know and then they have that kind of conversation about it in the film and then Tom Hanks kind of says like you know I'm just doing whatever the fuck it is they tell me to do until I can go home to my wife so I guess there'd be part of you that would think that too it'd be really hard to say without being there but i think i probably have a chip on my shoulder man
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna say dude i think it'd be a combination of the two but i i think i would be really affected too by just being there and knowing like everybody is trying to kill me so anything that they had you doing i feel like you would just be on edge like my i don't know you know know, like i know but it would be hard but you're over there for to do whatever they ask of you anyways, so...
3: They get you, you know, where, like, it's orders are orders. I mean, they they probably drill it into you, like, yo, you do not disobey orders. Or maybe that this was their golden ticket. Once they were done with this mission, they maybe were going to go home. So maybe they saw that as...
2: I how many know. how many people do you think got away, like, just ran away from battle and then just found somewhere safe and just, like, lived it out they for live a in while? France
3: now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, more than probably... I mean, I wouldn't even i wouldn't be mad
1: at him dude i'm sure i'm sure it happens man because we were talking about what's his name upham 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 the guy who obviously didn't need to see battle and he just a lot of the times he would just Mm -hmm. he did some some stuff to help out the missions but a lot of times he was just kind of sitting there being like i don't want to be seen and you could imagine getting drafted you're a 20 something girl maybe even 18 years old and you're like i'm just not a fighter maybe he's you know maybe you're more of the intelligent side i can help with stuff but you know your country calls you to come fight and in those days you had to go or you're seen a certain way so I could imagine some people you know guys mentioned just like oh, I'm just- I'm going to dip or I'm going to hang and just oh, man. hang around the corner and just try my best not to to get hit. It's scary, man. I mean, like you said, Chris, as you get older, I mean, I still kind of think I'm like, God, man, just help out a little bit more. But you can understand like, yeah, there's bullets and grenades flying. You see people around you with arms, you know, hanging off or a bullet holder. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, yeah, ah. like going to yeah. shock. Yeah. I mean I I said
0: I have more sympathy for him but he's still a little rat bastard man. When when he was mm-hmm. standing I've seen this movie probably 30 times in my life and when he was standing on the stairs listening to Mellish get stabbed up there oh, and just yeah. crying I was still to this day screaming at my TV like fucking go up the stairs up him knowing full goddamn and then, well yeah, he's when he not going to go up the stairs man. Yeah. And even uh, the only walks past him.
1: Even the German soldier yeah it's just like nah, this guy's it's a like bitch because you know, that I was don't such
0: have, a wild that German soldier was like, I, I just want to fucking walk away from this right now, please God, like, fuck. Oh yeah, he yeah. maybe,
1: he maybe didn't. It kind of seemed like the German soldier's like, I don't really want to kill you. But I have to. So in my head, I was thinking too, like he walked past them. He's like, I just killed someone. Yeah, sure. I may- maybe I shot other people before this, but I didn't see like them die right in my hands, you know? So he kind of oh, walks past them being like, I don't want to go through that again. That's what I felt though. Right.
3: That's, <laughs> That's- I-,
0: I agree 100%, man. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, I can't imagine what it would be like to have to fight or flight. And I feel like any of us, I mean, if you're put in a situation where kill killer be killed. Yeah. We would all fight to the death, dude, and then of course proceed to just probably be shook for the rest of our life after that. Um, so how the hell they did all that, man? And I know like we we might be rambling on, but basically this movie it really did touch the touch a nerve with a lot of World War II veterans, and and even they were saying how a lot of World War II people actually got to watch this movie, which isn't like uh you know naturally you know people are dead after a movie came out like who was in a war, so they got to actually like watch this movie, and a lot of people I think were really triggered by it so they like made a hotline for people to call if they were like shook by it
2: yeah i think i remember that too like a lot of veterans like it was almost like triggering for them to Mm -hmm. see that you you know
0: relive some of the worst the the worst shit a person could go through man damn war as hell
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i couldn't we were talking about how gruesome this movie is like i couldn't imagine having this in my actual past you know something i lived through like you saw that and you know like i said we're fortunate enough to not have you know seen that gruesomeness but yeah i mean i can understand understand why they would feel this way i mean it's you you're with your brothers you know these are your brothers and you know the movie we talked about their chemistry being so spot on and just how they interact with each other you know Mm -hmm. they talk about basic basic training and like okay we got these mission like I just saw my brother get shot or killed or yeah and and I couldn't do anything about it because I needed to save my life you know and run away or take cover or anything like that so yeah I could see how this could really affect those who lived through those days you've said this before on the pod, but damn, shit just got dark, guys. (laughs) It did,
0: man. It did. And also, huge shout out to anybody out there in the armed services that's listening, because we're talking about shit we know nothing about, and Mm -hmm. we think it'd be crazy.
1: Yeah, completely. Uh, So I want to ask you guys this. So this movie won, obviously, a slew of Academy Awards. We talked about cinematography a bit, but they also won for sound. And I was going to say, before I, I mean, I think maybe I knew that beforehand, hand but like watching this movie again i'm like dude the sound is so intense and it's one of us had mentioned it makes you feel like you're actually in the movie like the sounds of the weaponry the sounds of explosions and just every little thing kind of makes you feel like you're immersed into this movie did did you guys get that same feeling watching this movie knowing like the sound is like just top tier of Mm -hmm. of sound effects
0: Oh yeah man for sure and in that video you sent Alex and I'd seen it before they they did all the guns and all the explosions and all all that stuff off actual World War II weaponry like they went and got Thompson's and fired them and recorded it like it was all super authentic they didn't just you know get clips off of some other weapon or something like that and another thing you touched on earlier Fig was that they had no sound during the battle scenes like things like that like all you can hear is the guns and the explosions and the people running like that's what you would have heard if you were there there's no like cool dramatic action Mm -hmm. music playing and crescendoing as you're gonna win the battle like it's just fucking madness the whole time and i think it uh conveyed that really well yeah i mean movies
3: the fact that movies can do these things and maybe most people don't think about it but nerds like us do is like just the sound quality to put into these movies how challenging and precise it is i mean compared to just doing some half-ass bullshit like this was clearly next level i mean even just recording the sound of these guns and adding the correct amount of reverb with everything yeah it was loud as fuck but it put you in the put you in the hot hot seat.
2: Yeah, dude, I think most definitely without the sound being so on point and then being so meticulous with not having music and having it, it just feel so chaotic and intense, like it would feel if you were in those situations, just almost put you there. You know what I mean? The movie would not be as good if they didn't take that time. And I mean, you everybody's kind of touched on it, but they took that detail in every aspect of the film too. And it really shines through along with just a, a really good storyline of uh, like, I think Chris you had mentioned it just a lot of different truths from different parts of the war and different stories kind of combined
1: mm-hmm. into one
2: just oh, yeah. an all-, all around just amazing film they put you in the seat of the
3: soldiers like you felt like you were there you were them
1: right yeah I would say one, one scene that really stood out to me with the sound is uh, at the very towards the end right when they're trying to take out the bridge and uh, Captain Miller Tom Hanks character he gets kind of dazed and he it's like in perspective of him and he can't Can't really hear anything. Things are buzzing. Uh, I forget the the other guy's name, but he's talking to him. And Tom Hanks plays it so perfectly. He's just like so like out of it. He's like, get behind something. And he's just like looking around because, you know, he got... He hit by an explosion, you know, and he's like, no, I got to take out this bridge, you know, and he's like kind of just waltzing around and stuff like that. And the sound for a second goes really quiet. And then that buzzing comes and it's like, oh, my goodness. It's like, like I said, just immersing yourself into this movie. Dude, that was done. That was done like perfectly, man, I would say.
0: Yeah, they do that same sound effect at the beginning of the movie, which I think is really cool. Like at the very beginning and the very end when he gets onto the beach, finally, and out of the boat, that explosion goes off by him. And he loses his helmet and the same shit, man. He can't really hear exactly. He's dazed, don't know what's going. On. He like picks up his helmet out of the water and puts it on his head. And it's just like red with blood running down mm-hmm. his face, and he doesn't even notice. And then that private is screaming in his face, and he's asking him like, "What do we do now, sir?" And he's like, "What?" And then everything just boom snaps yeah. in at once, and it's just explosions and rockets and fireballs and bullets and people screaming Tom, and dying all at the same time. And the guy's like, "What do we do now, sir?" And Tom Hanks is like, "Oh fuck, man, get." Get get out of here. Survive,
3: motherfucker. Where's the
0: rallying point? He says, anywhere but here. Like, yeah. Get the fuck up the beat. So, yeah, I, I agree, Fig. The way that they did that and the way that he, like, visually acted it because the camera's just on his face the whole time was uh, amazing. Well done,
3: man. Fucking great movie.
1: So, I want to ask you guys this. I thought the movie ended perfectly. And the casting for the older man who was playing private Ryan, Matt Damon's character, I thought it was perfect, dude. Like yeah. how they transition from him looking down at Captain Miller to him being an older gentleman again. I was like, dude, how is that? Is this guy related to Matt Damon? He's <laughs> perfect casting. But him going to the gravesite and finding Captain Miller's, you know, gravestone and like talking to him and Captain Miller, Tom Hanks's character tells him like, "Earn this." Like earn like pretty much my whole battalion that came into this mission died to save you so you could go back home so your mother wouldn't have to you know have another son you know with a folded flag he's like earn this and then it cuts to him being older gentleman talking to the grave and being like i hope i live the best life i could he even asked his wife like that i live a good life and i feel like that was really deep you know i was like dude like i feel like a lot of people who survived you know any type of war probably think to themselves like i hope I earned this. So I thought that was like perfect way to end the movie of just chaos and just this, like we said, bloodshed to him being an older gentleman. Looked like he lived a good life. He had his family there. He had his wife there, but obviously seeing all these gravestones hit him pretty hard. So I just want to ask you guys, like, what'd you guys think of the end of this movie? I mean, when, when the, the wife was like, did they save
3: your privates, honey? And he was like, you bet my balls. They did. I was like, (laughs) yeah, for sure.
0: (laughs) Great ending. Um, but
1: no, Alex, I, I think
0: you're watching uh, Saving Ryan's Privates, man.
1: Oh, fuck! <laughs> or uh, no. sh- Saving, Shaving Private Ryan. Maybe shaving. you're maybe watching that, man. <laughs> yeah, they both no. uh, took home
2: awards at the AVN.
3: Yeah, no, but going back, I, I forgot that happened at the end, man. And that was crazy. And it makes me think now, like, obviously some people save your life and you really thought at the end, like, holy shit, like I better, I better make it, make them proud or they're going to haunt my ass forever or something.
0: Dude, I uh, agree with you completely, Fig. Like that whole final battle and them deciding like we could just stay here and like keep this bridge and do this damn thing and make it worth it. And they all almost end up dying. And that whole sequence with Tom Hanks talking to him, telling him make it worth it. And then it fades out to him and his family and everything he talked about. I, I touched on it earlier. This is probably my favorite movie of all time. And I've seen it so many times. It's full on crying at the end still, dude, man, <laughs> it gets me every fucking time, dude. I just can't help but think like put myself in a such like, you're so in the movie the whole time that by then you're like, you're so empathetic, I almost feel like. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just help and wonder what it would be like for all those people to die for you and then wonder like, yeah, like, did I live a good life? You'd think about like the small mistakes and be like, oh, like, I don't know. Everything would weigh heavier on you. Yeah, so yeah. Damn, I didn't do it, that. It gets me yeah. every time, man. That scene is powerful.
2: Mm-hmm. Dude, and Fig, Private Ryan as an old man is played by Harrison Young. And that is Matt Damon's uncle. What?
1: Really? Are you? No. Hey, Josh, no. hey,
2: Josh. Um, <laughs> I know playing. Dave. Dave. I was no, a that was a
3: good Josh, dude. But
2: it, he is played by Harrison Young, though. I, I did look that oh. <laughs> up. And that is correct. Harrison but... Damon. <laughs> How you guys were saying, though, man, that part is almost just like chilling when he does say that. And it's like, hopefully all of this like is worth it. Because I couldn't imagine like your dying thoughts. Knowing you're not going home, he's not going to go home to his wife. That war was crazy. It's like, I hope we at least did it. And at least he died knowing they accomplished the mm-hmm. mission.
3: Yeah. I mean, fuck, I'd hate to know how many missions out there did not go as planned. Oh, it could have been a movie, yeah. but they well, didn't. like.
1: Succeed, like though. probably most of them yeah <laughs> i most know that's so people. sad
3: dude that like there probably was other times where people had to save a private and uh they did it
2: yeah. <laughs> there's
1: a, yeah where they had to shave some privates they, as well and they did they
3: should not accomplished <laughs>
1: I know uh I know we got a little got a little heavy, a little dark on this pod. So if you're still with us, thank you because I mean obviously this movie, it's not it's not for the faint of heart, man. It's it's a pretty deep no. movie. So thank you for staying with us. Uh I know we like I said, we went uh A little bit down the the rabbit hole of uh, somber, but that's just (laughs) how real the movie is. So I just want to put that that out there.
0: Appreciate you guys uh, indulging me on this one. And yeah, there's no other way to do a World War II classic like this without being pretty somber. Mm -hmm. Peppered it with a few jokes, though. (laughs) Yeah, keep it light. All right, guys. So keeping up with the uh, World War II theme we got going on got a quick little trivia game for you guys some facts for our listeners everything here is gonna be based off numbers mostly of things produced for world war ii in the u.s Ooh, okay so right. whichever one of you guys gets closest without going over we'll get the point and uh some of these are probably a little bit higher than you might think so let's go off first with how many tanks do you think were produced for the war by the united states of america
1: this is for world war ii World
0: War II specifically, only okay. produced for the war. Okay,
1: I'm going to say maybe 250.
0: 250,000? 250,
1: 250 tanks? Oh, 250 250 tanks? Is that super low?
3: Okay. I'm not no, I okay. don't know. I'm asking okay. you. <laughs> I was thinking 150,000. Okay. Ooh, 150k. I, I know, which sounds crazy.
0: Now compared to what you <laughs> Yo, say. No, you never know, man. You never know.
2: I was going to say a really low number, dude, and I don't know why. And I may sound stupid to the listeners out hey, there. For probably you listeners out there. Oh, shit. Let us know if Dave's stupid, um, all right? I was going to say. He is. He is. <laughs> I don't know, like 52. Oh. 50, 52 tanks, man? <laughs> no, 52,000. 52, oh, 52,000. Okay,
0: well, David, you are the closest, my oh. friend. It was 88,000
1: tanks. Oh, my goodness. I was yeah. so far off. Yeah. 88,410,
0: well, when- according to uh, this thing that I got here. Now, Dave, were you going to say 42? And uh, No. 40-42. America was known for having 52. Like, 52. <laughs> the best tanks. America, I mean, next to the Germans. As far as the Allies went, we had the, Sherman? We had the shit. Dude, yeah, the Sherman was a bad boy. Dude, hell yeah. Germans have tiger tanks and those things fuck us up.
1: In my head, 250 tanks. I'm like, is that too high? I don't I don't know, but damn, dude, eighty you said eighty eight thousand.
0: Yeah, bro. This is a gigantic theater of war, man. The world, damn yeah.
1: I don't know shit Australia about Australia. Just bought one hundred and fifty <laughs>
0: tanks from us to uh, defend against China. Wow! So. I thought you were gonna
2: say against COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Australians <laughs> are fighting a different way, man. So that's, that's a silent battle, man. All right, so keep it
0: right along. I'm gonna keep moving up now. After, after tanks, warships. How many warships do you think the U.S. produced
2: to defend uh the seas? I was gonna <laughs> steal from Fig and say two hundred
1: and fifty thousand. Oh. Okay. I initially said 200, <laughs> 250,
2: 100. That's
1: just oh, wait, what sorry. I thought.
3: I said 150, my bad.
1: But uh, for ships, man, I, I guess I got to bump my numbers up. I'm going to say maybe 25,000. I'm going to say warships, they did about 800.
0: Oh, Alex gets this one, man. It is 1,410 warships. Damn. Oh, that's hey. almost it's double tanks, what I saw. Try to find out how to get you.
2: I don't know shit either, Fig, so...
0: <laughs> okay, here's another one. Wild card for you guys. Planes. Planes. I'm going to say 10,000. Uh, planes, I'm going to say
2: 50,000. I'm going to go 30,000. Ooh,
1: 325,000
0: <laughs> oh Boom, <laughs> Alex takes the lead with two, babe. Wow.
1: How how are, are airplanes... That low, but tanks were eighty-eight thousand. That's like a way different number. I guess number. It's
2: material material wise, easier to make the fighter planes probably. Yeah, well, yeah, but goddamn. Or I guess
0: need maybe like what? Oh well, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure
2: All the World War II like dog fights even man.
0: Jeez. <sighs> okay, uh, moving on up the list. How many pieces of artillery did you think they make? We're talking like God. mortars, you know, mobile shooting platforms, oh, shit like that lobbing bombs uh, i'm gonna say 1 billion
1: oh,
0: i'm gonna give <laughs> one... it it's way low we're not we're not talking ammunition okay on sorry point, okay so. one
1: I'm billion dollars <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm gonna go five hundred thousand. i i'm gonna say five hundred and one thousand. oh you
2: motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say 690,000. 257,000
0: pieces. I was going to go back artillery. with 250.
2: I was going to go back with the 250. Jiggums yeah,
0: gets about. it, baby. He's on the board. Finally. Damn. Okay. All righty. And how about okay trucks? So you got to think this is talking like true transport trucks. They're little Jeeps. Like most every car that wasn't like a fucking tank, they're considering a truck. So keep that in mind.
2: I'm going to go with. 250,000. Recurring theme for Dave.
1: I am going to go with 65,000. Since the planes were so
0: high, high, I'm going to say 300,000. Oh my God. None of you are close, but Alex wins 2.4 million vehicles, dude.
1: (laughs) Oh,
2: damn. That makes, that makes sense. Dude, because planes were so <laughs> That's where,
0: that's so where Jeep high. got popular, dude. They were just like, yeah. yeah, we're just putting this shit out all over the world. It'll get, you, it'll get you into battle and back out, baby. Wow, that's crazy. Didn't know that. All right. Let's uh, switch it up to something a little bit different. How many medals of honor do you think were issued to people in World War II? This is the highest honor the military would issue. You got to do some crazy fucking ballsy, save a lot of life shit to get one. Most of them were issued possibly. The missy, which means mm, after you're dead say 500
1: i'm gonna go with 499 <laughs> Ooh, little <laughs> snakes okay
2: i'm gonna go with 250
0: Oh, (laughs) Oh, David, thanks both you guys because it's 464. Oh, Oh. I want to say like 266 of them were issued posthumously, so just after just over half were people who
2: is that off of just like recounted tales of what happened in the battle? Yeah, I
0: think the action reports is you know people who lived through it got to write what happened and things like that. Okay, guys, uh, that was you know kind of sad. I'm going to hit you with the one really sad one on the list. How many casualties do you think America suffered in World War II? I
1: want to say 25,000. I'm going to go higher and say 200,000.
2: I was going to say 150,000.
1: Oh, I hate to say that Fig wins this
0: one and not even barely by half. There's 407,000 servicemen. Yeah. All right, R.I.P. guys. We appreciate you. Yeah, that shit's tough. All right, guys, you get pretty evened out right now. So I got three more to hit you with. First off, uh, how many barrels of oil do you think American cars consume? And remember, there was fucking two and a half million tank or er, trucks. <laughs> did they, oh, or do they now? Is what uh, you're during during the war? How oh, many barrels God. of oil did the U.S. i say. Consume? Um, I'm going back with my one billion. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: I'm gonna go three hundred million. I'm
2: gonna go with fifty million. Seven billion barrels oh! of oil. Oh like
0: wow. Alex said a billion. billion. Yes. So oh, Alex gets right. that one. I, Alex is in the lead, man. He knows oh, his shit. shit. Knows Dude, his numbers.
1: I <laughs> couldn't even imagine that many barrels existing ever. Yes. Well, that's yes. crazy. Goodness.
0: They were consumed in one more.
1: And that
3: was in yeah, World, that's World wild. War
1: Two.
0: What about small arms fire, bullets, you know, <gasps> machine guns, handguns, anything that wasn't a bomb?
1: go eight hundred
0: billion.
2: Um one trillion. Jesus. I'm gonna go with um 10 billion.
0: 41 and a half billion. Oh, oh that was fig. Oh Dave. I think fig said no hundred billion. I
1: went way over. I said eight hundred uh, billion.
0: All right, guys. Final question. For all the marbles, true American style. How much money, I couldn't find the figures for back then, so it might be a little hard. How much money in today's dollars do you think we spent on this war? For comparison, we spent $1.5 on la, the war in the Middle East or whatnot. So like if inflation was taken into account and all that? Yes, and I apologize if I butchered any of these fucking numbers, guys. Is it like,
2: uh, I'm going to say $5 trillion? I'm going to say $10 trillion.
1: I'll go uh, somewhere in the, the middle and say $6.5 $4.1 trillion. 4.
0: 1 trillion dollars. Oh, so, no. Mr. David Burr. I don't know. David and Alex came pretty close, so I'll have to play this back to find the winner. But <laughs> Good job, guys. And uh, Man, that staggering is staggering fucking numbers to think about. 7 billion barrels of oil. I'm like, what? Yeah, insane. It just makes me think, um,
3: like, how
0: many more we've done. And this is that. all, I mean, keep in mind, America. If I was to do... Mm-hmm all countries the whole world it's all, God, it's, it's mad some of oh, our numbers yeah. are like our tanks and our oil shit was like way crazier than other countries but like casualties and bullets and things like that in other countries is far surpasses ours so
2: mm-hmm. oh and yeah dude that's we came wild right to
3: the game too with world yeah, war two exactly we weren't right. even in there till the end man randomly i went to new orleans with my wife but not randomly but they have a world war ii museum there and our tour guide for something else said you have to go not disappointed it was truly truly dope what a fucking crazy war insane but let's lighten it up a little with more war talk and we're going to do a little bit of the movie quote game test your guys' knowledge of famous lines from my favorite war movies. Are you ready? Let's go. Hell yeah. I got a few of them. I'm going to go quickly. We'll see what happens. You know the rules, name the movie, name the actor if you'd like, and we'll throw bonus points out to see who knows what about these things. Think about any movie with war involved is the thing. So without ado, we're going to start you off with one that no one really talked about. I was surprised. I thought we'd bring it up more. Here we go.
1: Gentlemen, my name
3: is Cliff Elvis Walcott. I'll be your pilot this afternoon. Blackhawk Down. Wow, bro. Blackhawk Down is correct. Damn. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I don't know. Is is he the? Uh... I, don't... I
1: don't... not a Black Hawk it's
0: Definitely not Matthew.
3: Is it
1: Jeremy Renner? No. <laughs> it it sounds like Brad Pitt, but Brad Pitt's not in Black Hawk
2: Down.
3: No. Who's the? It guy almost
2: from? did sound like him.
3: Yeah, it is not. I think Matthew McConaughey, but we'll have no, to get back to on that one. So.
2: I threw, I just threw it out. I didn't know.
3: Solid uh solid go for, it, Fig. Seven did you five. just
2: hear the helicopter? <laughs> You're like cocked <Yeah>. down.
3: <laughs> I was yeah. about to say I was I was putting it out there, so I'm glad he did. Cool. He's on the board, <laughs> round 2. Best movie in my opinion. Before this
0: wars over, I'm going to kill you. Oh. ho. Oh.
1: Braveheart? Uh,
0: Last Samurai? No. Braveheart oh, oh, was close.
1: Oh, 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 it's Tro- uh,
2: Troy and Brad Pitt. <sighs> nope when Whoa, you said no, braveheart, yes, i thought no. it was for sure
1: When
3: you said braveheart you were close let's Gladiator? just say the same actor in braveheart was in this
1: movie
2: oh patriot The patriot,
1: patriot. mal gibson
2: mal gibson uh, the patriot is a great movie can we yeah, shout that out Mel gibson? i need to watch
1: that movie again yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: the patriot is one of those movies um mm-hmm. around the same time
2: it, almost right i don't know like 2000 or something or was that late 90s as well
0: great movie i do not know that though but holy late shit! late 90s early 2000s was a great time for war movies mm-hmm. man there was a, a i was gonna movie.
2: say uh wind talkers was another Ooh, good one dude dudes, there's a yeah. lot of
0: good ones it was hard to, to decide like
3: what you guys would know
2: dude another mel gibson we were soldiers Great, fl- great, flake. and yeah
3: he's so he was in a fuck john thin red line the In Red Lines, oh, wow. so good. Oh, hey. I forgot about that. I should have just done movie. Mel Gibson. Are we doing Tom Hanks here or Mel Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. all right. That was uh, Chris. Nicely done. Round three.
1: Sir, so, I just, I uh, don't have a good feeling about this one. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Fuck. Oh, Saving Private Ryan. Do you know the character's name, Chris? Uh, Ryben. I have no that, idea if you're correct. That's that. yeah, I I,
0: I have to agree with who doesn't want to do it, Melish. I believe. I don't know. The Jewish guy <laughs> Melish. Horvath is a sergeant. I could say them all. Let's
3: keep going. I think Chris knows. Um, <laughs> when I edit this, I will find the right answer and ding you up, dude. Ding ding. ding. And those are gonna be
2: all. Those are gonna be all dings. It's yeah. gonna be like. <laughs> eh, eh. That's <laughs> That's right. Shit.
3: Uh, no, nicely done, Saving Private Ryan. All right, Dave, step it up, bro. What up? Now I plug. know he's a pacifist. <laughs> All right,
2: I, I like I like peace, but uh, <laughs> this
3: one, uh, this one, shout out, this one goes out to
2: Dave. Here we go.
3: I can't feel my legs.
2: Ain't Major no- pain. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh.
1: Ain't nothing but <laughs> yeah, he says, Ain't I nothing. just heard
2: him say that. Ain't nothing.
1: I thought, he, yeah, he said. <laughs> Is that a uh, Robert Downey <laughs> Jr.'s character? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, I heard him say, ben Stiller. and two else. I heard him say, Stiller can't character. feel my legs. And Watch I thought here. about
0: Major Pain, where he's telling oh. that story. And he's like,
2: <laughs> he's like, you can't feel my legs. Like, you ain't got no
0: legs. Yeah. <laughs> great movie
2: that as
3: is well. Such a great movie, man. All right. Dave's on the board. I put that juju out there for him. So here we go. Great movie.
1: For one chance, just one chance. Rape heart.
3: I said it first. Yeah. It morphed in together, you guys saying it. So
0: yes, Braveheart. Mel Gibson,
3: Chris, Chris Squared, C Squared got that one.
0: I'm not sharing my
2: points with him. I (laughs) I did yell out Mel Gibson. Mel
3: Gibson. (laughs) William Wallace. William
2: Wallace. Yeah. One of the
3: fucking three-hour movie, man. Really good movie, but it's a long one. It's one of those sure.
0: movies when, like, I meet a guy our age, and he's like, I've never seen Braveheart. I'm just kind of like, mm, Heck, my opinion of you is lesser. Yeah, I
2: still, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry to break oh. all your hearts.
0: Uh, that was <laughs> a movie I'm I watched. Bra- i oh, never seen Oh, I'm sorry. Was that oh, a dig, a dig? Dave.
3: Ooh. I watched that bad boy on VHS. For you watched the Whoa. entire
0: Marvel Cinematic Universe again, and you didn't watch Braveheart? No. for shame judging
2: um what was the movie that out that we wanted al to watch that did you ever watch it oh uh,
0: good fellows, yeah yeah he did oh and he a did great watch friend it and a good pod hey girl, for the record dude. i feel like I'm
3: karen scared. why would you do that karen
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, i will on. watch it before before the next pod braveheart will be watched. uh it's a long one bro but it's well worth I'ma it i'm gonna put a. Uh, uh,
1: $10 on that. Dave doesn't watch it. Good.
0: I will um, not you know. take that bet because I don't want to lose $10. <laughs> Thank you. Watch the movie and be like dudes. No, that wasn't. I was insulting oh. you.
3: <laughs> <saying that. laughs> All right. Oh, I, thought you I thought you were saying
2: you're on my side. It's like I, I,
3: wasn't, I wasn't digging you. I was making fun of you. Making fun of your dig. Three more to go. So step it up, y'all. Ready? Here we go. Great
1: movie. Sir, sure, no, sir! how tall are you private
3: a full metal jacket
1: five foot nine nine. i didn't know they stacked shit that high
2: that
3: is correct chris very good
2: (laughs) man wasn't that wasn't that actor and i can't think of his name if you guys know it but wasn't that like ad-libbed it was just um, him getting what is it arlie emery
0: or something close to that and he was an actual marine corps instructor and uh, then got he did, you know, like character roles like that. Mm-hmm. and he fucking Man, killed it, man. that shit. dude, He's that good. dude
2: seemed like he had such a hard like outer exterior, but he seemed like he was probably a really nice guy in real life. But the role when he when he that he played on Texas Chainsaw Massacre, man. Yeah, still just like that guy just creeps me out so much.
0: He's good. Uh, He's good. Ronald Lee Ermy and he achieved fame for gunnery sergeant hartman in full Metal jack dude
2: yeah. him and uh him and jack black make out and <laughs> saving silverman <laughs> he's
0: like i think i'm gay
2: he's like
3: me too <laughs> me or something too. like he's like
2: he's like what you don't have a girlfriend he's like no he's like i'm gay he's like me too <laughs> it's, like,
3: it's like his pe coach don't think get married now, at the end of yeah, the he's movie he's like
2: it's yeah. like i now pronounce you man uh, and man Another movie, the man.
3: <laughs> another movie that when movies end with a music video of sorts with the cast, they did that. You know, they all sing, I think, uh, a Neil Diamond. Song, Neil Diamond. Yeah, for he's sure. obsessed yeah. Um, in the movie. but great movie. Diamonds also. in the rough. I know we're going off topic here, but also great. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: we come to America.
0: <laughs> all right. This
3: is the last one, guys. We're going to end it. Last one. I said three, but we're going to just do this one. Winner takes all.
0: Choose.
1: Your next words carefully, Leonidas. 300. 300. Oh. Ooh, Dave. Oh, coming in, in hard, bro. Gerard Butler. Uh, ding. Ding. Gerard that
3: was
0: Butler. Gerard Butler, oh, that shame. was uh, I know.
1: Blasphemy. This is madness. This is Sparta!
0: That was whoever played King Xerxes. Yes. The
3: yes. Uh, oh. Xerxes. I don't know if he was a just a person, a messenger, or something, mm. or what. Because he kicked him into the pit, that guy. Mm-hmm. Was he a king?
0: Oh, wait. Yeah, never mind. I'm wrong, too. That guy, yeah,
3: was yeah, just a messenger. Yeah, it
2: was Leon- Leonidas and then whoever the messenger was. But, dude, that voice did sound like... It did sound like...
3: Uh, was Xerxes. Xerxes?
2: Is that his Xerxes. name? So, yeah, I man. don't
3: know. I, I knew if I played certain voices, you guys would get them. And I think Gerard Butler stands out. I didn't think that guy would, but Dave... Fucking dude, the,
2: whoop, whoop. the voice for Xerxes, that voice is so weird, man. It almost sounds like a doubled voice. Like, they yeah. try to make him sound like a, like a demigod or something.
3: Oh, dude, they do, man. They make it all, like, deep and, like, demonic mm-hmm. sounding. But, like, like, he has a higher power. Well done, dudes. I think everybody wins that one. And congratulations. Give yourself a pat on the back. It's, it's a competitive great. round. Very yeah. competitive round. I was uh, runner-up. was Apocalypse Now. Uh, we Were Soldiers. And... Toy Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> there <laughs> were Great so Thales. many other ones, but I didn't, yeah, so many other ones, so, but thanks for playing, y'all.
1: All right, fellas, good uh, movie quote game, but I'd say let's change things up a bit. Roll into One Has to Go.
3: What you gonna pick? Don't pick no stupid shit, because one
0: has to go.
1: All right, fellas, so I'm going to kick this topic off. We talked about it earlier in the pod during the lightning round, our favorite Tom Hanks movie. So if we each just want to go around again and say our favorite Tom Hanks movie, we'll vote one off the island. So let's. uh, I'll kick things off and say mine was the movie Big. Mm. How about you, Dave? Mine
2: was Castaway. So hopefully it does get voted off the island so we can go home to his love interest again.
3: (laughs) Have you seen the ending? <laughs>
1: I, Spoiler alert.
3: Yeah. I chose my good friend, Forrest Gump.
0: Janai. Uh, I just did a whole podcast on Saving Private Ryan, so I'm going to switch it up to my next favorite Tom Hanks movie,
2: Apollo 13. Ooh. Very good. Okay. Another good. Good. good one. Man, man it's going to be hard. To put Captain out another slapper. Huh? He really has so many
1: bangers, man. Agreed. But... One does have to go, and sorry, Davey. Castaway is amazing, but Apollo 13 and Forrest Gump, I mean, I would vote mine off in comparison, but I don't want to get voted off. So (laughs) Castaway, you're being casted Mm. away. (laughs) There's no (laughs) way. I said Castaway first,
3: allegedly. Dave did, Um, but I have to. Apollo 13 is such a great movie, but Castaway was just smacker. So no, I'm sorry, but Castaway's so, gotta go.
1: Uh, <laughs> so you're <laughs> voting. Surprise! Castaway's, Castaway's off the it, island, bro. What was yours, Fig? It was uh the movie Big. Oh, um. Well, guys,
2: don't
0: fucking kill me, but I ain't never seen it. You never so, saw it, wow. Big, uh, goodbye, big. <laughs>
2: Did
0: the piano, scene, you know, bro? you
2: know when a when a when a man tells me he hasn't seen the movie Big. He goes down a few notches in my book,
1: but would um, you say
0: that you now view me as small? <laughs> uh, I'd say Pepito, pepito um, which is Spanish for
2: small. I was gonna say no. I mean, now we're just at each other's level until I watch Braveheart and you watch Big. Ah, <laughs> oh. No, um, dude, this is a really hard one for me, man, because I love the movie Big. I was shown that movie at a young age. By my parents, and I've loved it ever since. Classic movie. I mean, it's kind of weird now when you look back on
1: it, he's <laughs> but a, it's still a good movie. <laughs> he's a he's a 12-year-old who banged an older woman, man. <laughs> Pretty hot older woman, too. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Older woman in power. No, I was kidding.
2: Well, um, but then up, uh, yeah, Apollo 13. And of course, you can't fucking vote off uh Forrest Gump, dude. I'm gonna have to go with yeah. Just because Big is so near and dear in my heart, dude, I'm going to have to go with Apollo 13, which in turn I know votes makes Castaway go off the island, right? Because it's the most votes, but...
1: Yeah, like I said, Castaway is so good, though, too. I mean, I if it wasn't a game for sure, I would say in comparison to the other three you guys picked, Big is probably... It's good, but I would say just on the a, on a scale of Tom Hanks and his career, definitely Big is probably... Mm-hmm one that should go but you know it's part of uh, the game
0: okay so i don't need to watch it cool
1: yeah no, <laughs> no it's so
2: good it's really good it's, still dude you should totally you would you would enjoy it it's a wholesome one you and jen would like
0: about 12 year old fucking girl and it's wholesome
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
1: it has little short undertones of there. <laughs> you know a little rapey
3: <laughs> kind of but
1: uh, <laughs> yeah all righty fellas does anyone else have a, another one has to go topic what was what was the second one well <laughs> Well, with
2: all of this t- uh, talk of World War II, maybe we could throw our favorite uh, period piece out there. OK, yeah, I like that one. You Want to kick it off, Dave? Um, I'll go ahead and throw out my answer first then. And I'm going to select Gangs of New York. Mm. Ooh. You're an asshole. I didn't even
0: choice think of that one that's a good one mine is along the same vein almost but i'm gonna say peaky blinders dude oh. by, by order the peaky fucking blinders <laughs> uh
3: nice. very uh very good show underrated
1: mine i want to say maybe a time period piece movie but i was gonna say the mummy you know it's set back okay. in the 30s i want to say and yeah, yeah so that would be my pick is uh the mummy dude. with brendan Fraser. I should. Not Tom, H- not Tom Cruise, not that movie.
0: <laughs> Brendan Fraser's mummy. This is a very hard choice already. Better come with the heat, Alex. I'm,
3: I'm, I'm struggling right now, but I am definitely gonna say, um, Grease. Man, throwing it out there. Grease, Ooh, baby. Classic, okay. musical. Um, Grease, Grease bite, baby. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the chicks will cream. I would say for sure, Gangs of New York was my choice. Um. I don't know, if I was going to say that or West Side Story, but I don't know why musicals are
0: popping in my head. So I'm
1: you're a musical, ca- you're a musical kind of guy,
0: man. <laughs> yeah. While uh, Grease and West Side Story are both great films, I would have voted either one of them.
3: Out, <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> I understand. <laughs> Sorry, bud.
0: I was thrown in a pickle
3: right there. I should have looked up some shit really quick. Yeah,
0: your first instinct was correct. Gangs, New York. Dave is just a
3: bastard.
2: Yeah. yeah, man. Way to
3: go. <laughs> <laughs> great choice, though, dude. <clears throat>
2: I gotta hop on that bandwagon, man. I won't lie. I I enjoy watching Grease, but compared to these other flicks, man, it's got to go.
1: Sorry. Um. Uh, hmm. I will throw you a bone, Alex. Even though you're you know, Grease is still gonna get voted off. I really enjoy that movie, man. It's kind of a guilty pleasure. <laughs> and then, of course, Gangs of New York is amazing. Peaky Blinders. I'm sorry, Chris. Have not watched, man. I know Ooh, you, you've been recommending yourself getting, a favor, man for years, but I can't vote something off that I've never, you know, I can't vote, yeah, keep something dude, that I've never me seen. Me
0: and Cillian well, are going to hop on the raft and cruise out of here because of the blasphemy, dude. Well, and you ever even watched an episode? Dude, you know what they say,
2: Fig? I have not. You know what they say, Fig? A, a man who hasn't watched Peaky Blinders, he goes down a few notches in my book.
0: peaky
3: bastard
2: someday
0: you're gonna come back to this pod and be like wow i fucked up by not watching it for this long because holy shit the show's so good
1: and i will man i will dude tom hardy i know epic epic star studded cast but again i can't keep something i've never seen I'm, i'm not accepting your excuses <laughs> Gotta watch it. Greece is still out of here man you're the one
3: you know deserve to stay at this point so should it. <laughs>
1: oh man you guys can't throw out the mummy Brendan Fraser come on no oh, no no, not your
0: pick you oh, <laughs> oh. Brendan Fraser the mummy that's, I'll never vote that off it don't have to be the right category like yeah you're good
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah just
3: any one has to go just throw out the mummy from now on. yeah you
2: and john travolta can dance your asses onto that boat fig
3: oh you know what i should have thrown out like like pulp fiction maybe or something like that is that like a period piece I I, uh I... the
2: the great gatsby no sorry
3: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah troy toys. troy would have been a good <laughs> one someone
0: said that earlier
2: ah
3: yeah hey good war movie too dude i almost did a movie quote
0: from troy that's a good one dude it's one of my favies
1: so, OK, so speaking of uh, war movies, we've been talking about the whole podcast. What are some underrated war movies that you guys love that you guys want to throw out for a one has to go? I'm going to kick things off. And if you guys haven't seen this movie, go watch it this weekend. But Hacksaw Ridge with Andrew Garfield. Amazing. Oh, dude, he should have won best actor for that that year for Academy Awards. I thought he was snubbed a little bit because that movie is, like I said, top notch, man. So oh, Hacks- man. Hacksaw Ridge.
3: Shout out dude. to our friend
0: Sean. He he told
2: me to watch that one.
1: Dude,
0: Sean.
2: shout out
1: shout out to our friend Andrew Garfield
2: too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Andrew is my bud, but Sean's the one who got me to watch his film, so I will back Al up on that one. Yeah. I am going to hit you guys with one that I know you've all seen. I know you guys fucking love Starship Troopers. Oh.
1: Oh not, yeah. Dude,
0: follow me if you want to live forever, bros. You Damn. are Great. makes me want to watch.
2: Makes me want to watch it, man. I haven't watched that movie in years. Dude, it holds up movie.
0: surprisingly well for being a CGI-heavy movie released that long ago. Some
3: mm-hmm. gruesome kills in that, too, man, for sure. That, they didn't hold back. I'm going to stick with my guns, and I said it back with the movie quote game that The Patriot is oh. is a great movie, man. Um, yeah. I don't know. If, if, if it's As far as war movies go, if there's top, I think Saving Private Ryan for sure.
2: But the Patriot might be able to find its so, way in
1: there. I don't know. Patriot, yeah, man, dude, really, so for, really good.
2: So for. A truly underrated movie. This is kind of an out of left field pick. But when this movie did first come out, I thought it was really good. And surprisingly enough, the leading role is by somebody who mainly is, I'd say more so in comedic roles most of the time. But do you guys remember the film Behind Enemy Lines with Owen Wilson? Yes. Oh, that was an awesome film, man. I used to I used to love that movie back in the day, dude. I it used forgot. to come on the movie channels and I'd spend the night at my cousin's house on the weekend and and it was like on every time, dude. So we'd always put it on. But
0: dude, me and movie. Micah used to love that movie. I'd watch it all the time when I stayed over at his house. So
3: was no the ending dude. uh with the helicopter, and he was trying to get to it, and it was just the whole yeah shootout on the ice. It's like
2: stuff. everywhere they tell him to get to, he will, and you think he's gonna be good. And they're like, We need you to keep moving, we can't yeah. like extract you out from that point. And they're just like chasing him down, trying Man, to kill him the dude. whole time. Dude, great movie.
0: All right, I'll start this one off, and I gotta say fig i'm voting you off but i will say your movie's probably better it's better film than behind enemy lines for sure but mm-hmm. that film holds like a, a great place in my nostalgic heart that i can't do it so i'm sending you off the island but i'm letting you know that you
1: you deserve some respect you deserve yeah the the listeners can't see me do this but i'm I'm shaking my head in disappointment but <laughs> i i understand man i understand um i know this one is hard i would say the very reason you just said chris behind the enemy lines is really good patriots really good starship troopers it's hard because i would say those two other movies are probably better made movies but like you had mentioned starship troopers just is near and dear because dude it's such an epic movie man Ah, it's yeah (laughs) it's a great movie johnny rico baby oh man Ah <laughs> oh, dude it's uh man i don't know I, th- I threw you a bone last round ab so yeah. i'll throw dave a bone this round and say patriot not that i want to mm. but it's part of the game my friend if the guests can't mm. see me my eyes are like behind my
3: fucking skull <laughs> right now <laughs> I'm so hard i'm just like
1: <laughs> sorry uh, <laughs> Uh, Fig, what did, what was your movie again, bro? Uh, Hacksaw Ridge with Hacksaw Andrew, Ridge. Garf, Andrew Garfield. Um,
3: I have seen that movie one time. Great movie, but all the other movies really stick to me a lot more. So I guess kind of going on what Chris said while I choose you, but I know that that movie was a well, well done recommend. There's
2: your backhanded compliment.
1: So uh, <laughs> so fuck me, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fig, what'd you say? Uh, true story of Hacksaw Jim Duggan or something?
1: <laughs> I said uh, Jack Off Ridge. <laughs>
2: oh. Dude, Ooh, unfortunately. Wait, <laughs> I, I changed my vote.
1: <laughs> You're
2: staying on the island, but You're buddy.
3: keeping on the island with us, buddy.
2: Um, Unfortunately, man, I've just never seen that film yet. And whenever that happens, I usually vote for that one. Yeah. But I, I've i heard it's a good film and I need to check it out, man.
1: But sorry. I would. That's my vote. <laughs> Braveheart first. I guess uh, Hacksaw Ridge is getting kicked off the ridge man so it's underrated for sure but yeah definitely check it out man it's super awesome movie so amazing did, uh, film, dude what amazing did
3: andrew film. garfield what was his position again like a peaceful mediator or something? he was a medic he was a
0: Good. medic but he didn't uh, want to carry a gun with him at all and like fight what he is just that wanted term like people. he could he uh could conscious that. conscientious objector
1: yeah there you go it's and it's all it's based damn, on damn that's crazy based on mm-hmm. a true story i don't know the numbers like off the top of my head, but at the end it kind of showed like he really did save. It was, I want to say a, at least a hundred men without firing a gun, taking and them I, off this Ridge and a true story, like really save people
0: throughout his career on the other side too. Like if he came across you and you were an enemy soldier, he was going to treat
3: you like you he too. didn't give a
0: fuck. Uh, I Damn. wonder. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Definitely a good,
3: good movie, but uh, enjoy your boat ride, bud.
1: Yeah. Uh, so our producers just chimed in. It was uh, seventy-five men that he Holy saved shit. without firing a gun. So, yeah, think about it, guys. Damn. You're you're, vo- you're voting this off the island. I'm just saying. Talk
3: about like making. I, mean, your I need life to witness
1: it. it. I need he's, to witness dude, it.
0: Dude, he needs to get off this island and go help the world, man. Just, we're, we're doing the world a favor. No one, <laughs> yeah. no one here needs their life saved. We're fucking degenerates. Chris
3: <laughs> is going to be in good hands on that boat with him. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he can get off the island. I'm trying to sit on it and say, wow, with Owen Wilson as he sails into the distance. Wow.
1: (laughs) But on that note, my friends, another great episode of Things We Dig. Until next time, later days, bros. Dig you later, my dudes. Always fun. Take it easy.
2: Life's a garden, baby. Keep on digging.